Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ooh, time out. Uh, Russ or Robert? Uh, I think both we got it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the fellas with the arms. Right. Well, it's part two, like uh, we promised. Uh, part one was uh, short because, you know, niggas. <clears throat> and uh, whatnot. But uh, yeah, we're back. We're back. Season two. Season two. Part two. Part two. So I continue, as usual. As we go ahead and get into these good old uh, intros real quick. You know what it is. New uh, intro again, too? Are you, yeah, we, you know, putting them out together? Oh, no. Part one's already out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, part one's already out, so might as well go ahead. <laughs> I listened to the whole episode, too. Did you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one, too. Oh, yeah, that, was a, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know what it is. Cause we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit. We back, motherfuckers. One infamous El Wapo, aka Bimbo Skillet, mm. aka the nigga that does this, mm. aka Son of Black Krypton, uh, aka DJ Itchy Scratches on the ones and twos, uh, aka Shooter McCaffrey, Shooter. What's happening, folks? Wow. He, he didn't forget. Well, I, I forgot one ass podcast, so that you didn't catch. I have to go back and listen. Yeah. Yeah. What's it? DJ? Nah, I got that one. Okay. Yeah. I'll go back and and I'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. By all means. Uh, What's up? There has to be some punishment for that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Repercussions from Azinga's. Yeah. AKA. Yo, this is uh, is, uh, Carl, uh, AKA R&B Drive-By, AKA R&B Charlton. What's up? It's a dramatic pause and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the it has to be the pause. Like, good evening, like fucking Dracula shit. Good evening. Good evening. It's just me, and you, and your ears. Did you clean the day? Uh, Did you get your shots? <laughs> <laughs> Continue, uh, like I said, this is part two of uh, the last episode. <coughs> probably this one's probably gonna be a little, a little short, too. You know, about an hour, put them together as two hours, you normal episode, so mm. it's what it is. Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and 
finish with the conversation we were having about the two R's, Robert and Ricky. Uh, fuck them both. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, when uh, we're talking about uh, local R, uh, yeah. I heard him first on um, the radio. Mm-hmm. He used to do some shit in Ricky Smiley in the morning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I thought it was a joke because how he kind of came off and what I thought they were just fucking around and whatnot. Uh, like if somebody in the studio was fucking that around. The what the hell do you want thing he was doing? Um, maybe. The little segment. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was called. I thought it was a joke. And then quickly started to notice motherfuckers with them damn stickers on their car. I was like, oh, okay, this is real. Yep. Uh, so, and, and then. Listening to folks talk about you know him and the church was weird to me. You know, what I'm but it's always weird to me when folks talk about you know pastor a church, especially niggas, because you know how I feel about that shit. So it is what it is. But uh, damn man, been around since since the eighties, I guess, in some capacity or another. Always working with kids, right. Worked as a teacher at Skyline, then, uh, you know, traveling choir. So those are younger, even if they're not kids, younger adults. Right. Um, yeah, all the way up to. Well, you told me the name of his choir. I, I thought that it has to be on, on purpose. <laughs> I, that has to be on purpose. I, I, hey, man. They can sing, that's for sure. <clears throat> and that ends up bringing it back to, to Robert, too, because then it's like, because, you know, a person is talented. Like, Rush is a, a charming, humorous, you know, obviously has a talent for organizing and, and doing what he does. But it's like, man, it's crazy how you can, just as much as you can have a person that's oppressing other people or or manipulating them. You can have another group, like another layer down mm-hmm. of people enabling that person. Right. You know, because they're benefiting and it just, it can keep going because like with R. Kelly, obviously it was a very large group of enablers. Right, that's letting that shit just happen on a daily basis. I guess my, my question is, is like when it comes to, not R. Kelly, but when it comes to uh, oh boy, uh, Ricky, does he like, like what's the community outreach? And I'm, I'm just trying to get like a picture on what he yeah. does. So what makes people so enamored and willing to basically, you know, in relationships and fight people verbally, whether physically or verbally? Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that. So I'll say this: I think he's very. Um, <clears throat> entertaining is not your normal message you know that was my experience when I got there right because even I'm a teenager at church with my mom I don't I ain't listening to what he's saying but then when you see people laughing and you see him interact with people in the audience like touch them use them for examples you know ask questions so it's a whole different dynamic from just your regular I'm about to go to sleep church service and it draws people in because it looks like everybody's having fun. You want to be a part of that. Looks like everybody's family. You want to be a part of that. Right. You know? So it's like that pull because everything seems positive, which is what you're looking for usually at a church. Right. <clears throat> and I think uh, 
him him knowing these things and, and taking advantage of that. I don't think he's any more special than you know cats that came before him. Um, like as far as cult leaders, I just think that he he has found his niche. Uh, another thing that draws people there is that a lot of, like when people die, and people never think about this until you actually have to deal with or associate with the church. When somebody dies, it's not just like pay money, they get buried. Sometimes it costs more to get people buried in certain places based on who they were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what kind of person they were or who this is going to bring to my church or my building. So, for example, I remember there was a guy, he was a, a, a gay stripper, and he got killed, and I guess some people in the city reached out to Rush about doing the funeral there, and he said, yeah. But they had already reached out to multiple churches who was like, nah, we ain't touching that, mm-hmm. we ain't doing that. And, you know, Rush related to us as uh, an opportunity to reach out to those people. Which was, I mean, it was hundreds of people at this person's funeral. Word. Yes. And it's his church. So even though, you know, some of the people speaking and stuff like funerals do, he gets to have the last word. And so you get an opportunity to invite people to your church. And your church just happens to be having all week service next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that. Because he had, one year we were there, he was doing seven weeks out of the year. Where you were, quote, unquote, tithing your time to God. So... One week, each, you know, uh, first seven months or whatever, during service every day. So that means, like, you came on Sunday, mm-hmm. we back on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I think he would end on Friday and then have, you know, regular Saturday, come back Sunday, three services. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you basically, it's, it's the same as... Uh, you know those games that like Chuck E. Cheese and stuff where you put the coin in, push the little thing, and push his toys and stuff over? Right. It's like that. Like you have more of a, I guess the odds may be better the more that you get a chance to push. So it's like that with him. Like the more he can get people in front of him, odds are greater you add more people to your church. Because right. there's people leaving and they got people coming in. So it's always that the financial part of it. Right. That aspect. Um, but yeah. So he would charge on maybe like on the slider scale, depending on whether or not you have more people coming through. I think he he undercut most most of the people in the depending on who the person was and what type of audience is going to bring. He wants broken families. He wants broken women. Uh, broken women draw men. Mm-hmm. Women in general draw men. But they looking for something that he can give the illusion that he has that to offer. Right. Now you got new members. He wants people, you know, single moms. Okay, you got kids. I got teenagers. Let's go. Wrap them all together. Now you have this connection. It's like you're, you're curating um, what's it called? Like reoccurring income. Right. But I've never seen this dude. I you see certain you know ministers, pastors, the fucking judge here when something happens in our community. Yeah, yeah. They out in force. Never seen this dude. Nah. Um. Actually, when uh, well, back when I was there, we we did like I, I could count. We probably spent more time. Mm. Just doing like 
visiting other churches than we did doing anything outside. There were times we went outside. We had food giveaways, mm -hmm. partnered with Williams Chicken, giving away food and stuff. We so now Lazy, he, he, he fucking people over, but he's also trying to poison them. <laughs> same, same time, give niggas Williams giving out that free shit. chicken. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was like it would be very very sparse and I worked there so I was aware of how hard it was to come up there and ask for money too because it had to go through him so you essentially had to convince him that you needed the money mm -hmm. and it was to the point where like you came up there and was like I just need you know $40 and they asked you what it's for and you're like well my, I got a new job and I gotta get a uniform they'd rather go to the store and buy the shit for you than give you the money, money. Yeah. right? it's like that they, that yeah but I mean, you know, he pushing Benzes and Lexuses, so it's going somewhere. <clears throat> Facts. Okay. I think a lot of a lot of uh, preachers or pastors nowadays have, because um, you know, back in the day, you know, it was like, you know, I'm the king, you're the peasant, you're supposed to listen to to what I say. What I say is what is bond. And I think nowadays, especially. I would say within the last probably 10 years or so that most of the preachers approach you on that T.D. Jakes type of, uh, of feel. Like he was saying, you want you want to feel comfortable there. Mm -hmm. You want to feel like, um, like your family. And so his method of approaching you is basically he's talking to you on your level. You know, like you said, you want a broken family, stuff like that, and, and I'm sure he'll find ways to empathize with those people to yeah. get their attention or to, you know, or to make them want to stay. He, and he, to, he, he specifically, see, has that place set up so that it's it's almost like walking up the steps to it. Because like right. when you come in, it's already people smiling and greeting you. If they ain't doing that, they out. Mm. On top of that, they encourage touching, hugging, making physical contact. You know what I'm saying? Telling people you're glad they're here. And he had to the point where it's not just ushers who, you know, obviously volunteered to serve, but the, <coughs> like the normal church members. <coughs> so it's like a gravitational pull. It's a, when you come in, it's like you gotta get you can't go from the front door to the sanctuary without having at least one person have hugged you or told you thank you for coming and it be sincere as fuck. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you wanna go back to a place like that. In theory. Right. To me that's just creepy. Yeah, it really is. Don't, you don't know it's that's this really you know <laughs> yeah, that's really fucking creepy. But if you think about it from a uh a non like non-personal manner so you guys are taller bigger guys i imagine you don't have a ton of like men who walk by you and smile at you that kind of stuff because you know it's an intimidation factor <clears throat> so now you walk in this building you got men smiling <clears throat> happy to see you if you're somebody where you know that's something that's missing in your life it's easy to see like oh okay why am I at least check it out another time and it right. just slowly it's easy to gravitate in. to, yeah, to yeah, that yeah. especially when when you're not you're not comfortable you know uh, in those types of situations mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's really fucking creepy you know <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't but yeah no it's not a lot of community outreach that was the issue oh thank you when I was uh, 
there also that I you know mentioned when and when I left, which was you building a you know building a new twenty million dollar church in the community that you know had only had a Walmart for just a, a couple years prior to that. Right. And they had no local stores. Right. Um, the city has men yards. Exactly. That, that's down exactly. The, that's down the street from and ponchos around the corner. Did the ponchos close? Is it? Yeah, I was over there not <laughs> too long there, ago. There, I mean, there's still some open. Uh, a friend of mine said so they went. They went to the one in, oh. in Irving. We're talking okay. about that specific. Oh, that, that was, was over there. That's a off camp wisdom, yeah. right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I was over there. This girl goes out there to get hair mm. and beauty supply shit. And you know, we were uh, at the store, or at the bazaar, at the store. Oh, okay. Uh, I think there's like a, a Jenny's or some shit like that in that area. Some some big ass fucking store. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about that. Motherfuckers making a hand over foot. We need to get that shit back in our in our pockets. But uh, <laughs> um, going to one of them. Uh, we went over there on a Sunday, and this is exactly when they started to let out. This nigga got like, like, what's it, like three buildings? Three or four buildings? Two. Well, on the property that they're on now mm-hmm. is one big church. You got like a fountain and a fish tank when you're walking in. On the previous property, yeah, it's just one building. Mm-hmm. So those two buildings, though, they right across the street from each right, other. Right, right. So one friends. of them probably would serve as like an overflow or something sometimes. Like you can't, you ain't got enough room in the sanctuary going over across the street to the other building watching right. on TV. It's just weird, and like I said, like I, when when something happens, like uh, Bothman, uh, John died, or when mm-hmm. Old Boy shot, you know, those uh, those cops downtown beforehand, they had you know clergy members and you know different folks there trying to you know keep mm-hmm. the peace and remind people why they were there. Never seen this dude. Mm-hmm. Never seen this dude out there. You know what I'm saying? At all. So, but, well, in that way, as far as the TV stuff, that's a part of the stick too, because mm-hmm. you're you're a humble servant to God, so you ain't trying to get all the shine like that, right? <clears throat> but then, as far as like just going out somewhere and seeing him, he hangs in the community or used to more than the, you ain't gonna see TD Jakes pulling up asking for the two piece and the pepper, right? You gonna see this nigga's ashy knuckles reaching in the window trying to get their food, you know, local uh, local spots because he lived over there. So he developed even more of a rapport with the community. And then they had him involved with, you know, troubled teenagers and shit. So now you're dealing with the people that don't go to church. Like, all of this, though, networks back to your church. Right. So, you know, you end up with an unorthodox membership who are loyal to you because they see you as an agent of change. Start going to church, you know, get... Decide to stop drinking, stop fucking around, whatever. So you're going through that process, and you, it's it's a very thin line between you feeling like you know your actual relationship with God did that, and his man of God, you know, did that. Right. And that's how his lesson plans are set up too. They make church synonymous with God, which then when you call yourself a man of God, now you're synonymous as well. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's all. Right, shit is some <clears throat> diabolical shit. Yeah, for him to be able to, you know, do what the fuck he want to do. They make them read that I, I heard from a reliable source in Dallas Theological Seminary. They make them read a uh, Machiavelli, the Prince. Word. So, yeah, 
which is essentially a master class on manipulation. <clears throat> oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, Machiavelli was not a prince, but he wrote about and was like suggested different themes and tactics. <clears throat> He said, if your people start to get unloyal or you feel like the loyalty is wavering, hire some outside assassins to come in and attack the village. He said, then they're going to come to you because they need help. So you hire them to come back and attack another village, except this time you there with your full army. Fuck them all up. People love you again. Right. <clears throat> American strategy. I mean, you know, facts. Uh, yeah, I just, you know. So, yeah, no, nah, he's not out there like that. He's not a, that type of member of the community. He'll show up, but, like, you know, he'll do have scrapes and stuff with rude teenagers or disrespectful teenagers or show up at their school and they get suspended and stuff like that. He's like that type. Hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> They both like to hang around schools. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, one's trying to get to the moms and uh, one's, you know, trying to get to the daughters. Um, yeah. But it was, uh, Robert is now being criminally investigated. Right. right. I, saw I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, which is, you know, weird because this is, you know, common knowledge with money. Yeah. I think it make, what makes it weird is to be like, oh, like, you actually, it's, it's one thing when, like, you do the rap song and so you got drugs and guns in your video, then they roll up on you. It's mm-hmm. like, nigga, you, you dumb. It's another thing for the video, the docuseries, to lead them into, you know, that based on what people were saying. Right. I mean, I haven't seen it. I don't know if they were talking about, like, having pages of evidence and stuff. But if they were, then maybe. Not necessarily. Other, other than in the, in the first trial, they had, of course, they had the video. And then, you know, some people saying that, yeah, it's it's this girl, and then her and her family saying it's no, it's not me. Um, other than that, I mean, they just got, you know, the stories and the tales from, you know, women that were fortunate to get out, you know, to be able to tell it, you know. Um, it's, it's interesting enough. He, um, one of the girls in the in the, in the documentary, she was 19 when when they met. Flew her here for a show, and you know that's when he you know made his move to do the things that he did. When he did that, he gave her herpes. Oh, so mm. there they were the Dallas police. Now I don't remember if something happened with that or if it's still an open case because this happened recently like 2018 oh word 2017 2000. remember that he was here and we talked about going up to take some batteries and, and throwing it at that nigga when he was on stage and shit right um but uh, apparently they're 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 investigating it and pressing charges because he knowingly gave her an STD because he knew that he had herpes and whatnot. so Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's like a felony. I mean, basically, time. right? I mean, maybe you know. I guess uh, I don't know if it, if it's a different way to it, depending on the 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 STD. But yeah, because yeah, it gave her you know HIV or AIDS or whatever. Yeah, that's like attempted murder or right, some shit, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Damn. 
Well, yeah, he being investigated now. That that was a big change in over a day. What we talked about this what two days ago? Yeah. So now supposedly he's just like you, the link you said he's creating that website mm-hmm. about uh, I guess calling them liars or something. Right. They probably post text messages and silly shit like that. I mean, my nigga, like I guess I don't understand why he ain't cut out like uh, old boy that went to France when that shit happened. Uh, his name. I'm not even talking about. Yo. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, actor. Because he can't. Polanski. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cut out. Nigga <laughs> 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 say, you know what to say. Look at him for me. You know what I'm saying? Five the jet. I'm just gonna leave. Five the But they also say that this whole shit has kind of hurt his pockets, and he wasn't really doing that well to begin with. And now with all this shit, you know, shows getting canceled with you know the, the mute R Kelly hashtag uh, and all that shit is like money is basically broke. So. You know, well, I think it's like all the folks that are, you know, basically, you know, sitting there, you know, helping them and making excuses for them. Like, the obvious, you know, reward for that is dough now that that's gone. Like, what's your, what's your, what's your reasoning? Right, what's your motivation? Well, yeah, why are you being loyal to this cat? Because, you know, what was keeping you loyal, I'm assuming, you know what I'm saying, was dough. That's why I think, like, the, the, uh, the arguments when even when you see people like defending him online and stuff on social media, that's how it comes across. And I see a lot of women say it, and it makes sense. It's like either this is something you currently do, or something you've done before, so you don't want this person judged harshly. You know what I'm saying? Because we have bias like that, of course. Because if we run R. Kelly into the ground, and then a year later our family find out, nigga, we the R. Kelly in the family, we're going to be like, damn, we shouldn't have treated that nigga like that. Right, right. So it's like, that's the other foul component. But I think, uh, oh, oh, that's a good segue. I think, see, I had made a Facebook post. And some of the ladies uh, reached out to me. Nobody said nothing negative or nothing. They were just like, you know, saying thank you or whatever. But, um, and it was in response to all this shit. Because was, I was on different friends' posts, like women, and they post something about it. I'd say out of like five posts, probably like three of them, we'll have a nigga in the comments talking about, uh, you know, when you was young, you probably used to get picked up by older men too, and or all the little defenses they rolling out. The weirdest, you know, the weirdest defense that I saw what? about the shit was defending his marriage to Leah. One nigga said that she was a siren. Oh, oh. A siren, a siren, you know, mythical creature sings, <laughs> uh, to lure men in uh, while on boats to their death. Wow. And also, she was an extraterrestrial. Oh, it was the facts. was the oddest fucking defense for this nigga shit that I've seen. And I could do nothing but laugh. You know what I'm saying? It was like. This nigga sitting in this house on his computer typing. They got that foil cap on his head and shit. You know, make sure these motherfuckers ain't watching me and shit. <laughs> Why I tell the truth about Aaliyah? <laughs> One, she was an alien. <laughs> Ever heard of a banshee? <laughs> 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 like, God damn, dude. 
Yeah, but yeah, just the extremes that dudes definitely disappointed in dudes. I find oh, it oddly, shit, oddly yeah. weird that a lot of women are. are uh, I got a, a, a chick, and I wanted, to, and I usually I don't do the whole Facebook back and forth banter uh, debate shit with motherfuckers and shit because I I don't care about you that much to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she was defending, you know, his ass. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna stop listening to him because you know all that music that I grew up to was like, you know, motherfuckers is making it personal. You know what I mean? It's like it, it ain't got nothing to do with it. Ain't nobody even say you got to stop listening to the music. You know what right. I'm saying? All we're saying is just acknowledge that the dude is foul. Right. You know, foul as shit. I think that's so. I, I like I understand it, but then I think it's extreme too to like be like, well, okay, yeah, that's that's messed up. But then be like, well, you can't listen to his music. Also, it's like I mean, that's that's somebody. This should be their personal decision. Right. Period. And I don't think they need to be shamed. Obviously, their person music that supports a fucking pedophile, disgusting creature. They know that. I mean, you telling them that, cool, whatever. But I think that uh, I think, man, it's just been disappointing to see dudes like really roll into all of the things that they like that's become popular when it talks about just you know men being trash and men right. sucking ass and that kind of stuff which they do we do and so it's like they the um what do you have uh what's the thing called man hold on let me read my post yeah, i ain't read, read the whole thing okay yeah, I just wrote a post and I was like, you know, as far as, of course, R. Kelly has been fuck you for years for me. If y'all listen to the podcast, y'all know I've never said from I'm, from the time we known each other. Yeah. At least. Yeah, every time we broke up his name, it was, you know, yeah, yeah, an yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Just to, I, I wrote about how like toxic max, masculinity, which is one of the words that goes around a lot, and then uh, rape culture, and then the fact that we're in a system of patriarchy, and then I was just seeing it displayed on social media, man, like the tos- toxic masculinity part, you know, seeing dudes threatened at the idea of like uh, black men, like a woman being able to say like black men are trash or black men aren't protecting us, mm-hmm. which I mean... I, one, it's a space where women are expressing themselves, you know, which they already have limited space in real life, so come on now. But like dudes hop on there and they're like, you know, it's not all men, or that ain't, that, you ain't, how you gonna get a man if you thinking like that? And it's like a lot of different things that challenge our ego. Right. And so we respond in a way that just makes us look worse. Right. Right. Like, it's, like, it's like no dub. We know it's not all men. Like, right. You, I, think, I think about that shit, well, not me too. Well, not me, you know, but I don't post the shit like, not me. Right. Yeah, not me, baby. I don't. Yeah. It's like, I mean, because it's either, yeah, it's dumb, but yeah, that part, and then I see dudes where women are talking about, like, um, not feeling protected, not feeling safe. Black men should be doing this. And they're having a discussion about their experiences with men. And then the dudes jump on there and make it about them. And it's like, yo, this is, again, they space. They're having a conversation. I feel like if you don't agree, get the fuck up. Or, right. or, or say you don't agree, don't agree. respectfully bounce, whatever. Right. But that's really not the internet way, so. Yeah, the 
mean, you know, basically gives everybody a fucking opinion. Yep. And then the rape culture, which is always the, the questioning of the other person, which is like, you know, well, I mean, why why would she why would she keep going back if he was uh doing this to her? Right. What well, was she wearing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like then you got that, and then the the system of patriarchy, just the fact that women are placed so low on the totem pole of society, black women especially. It's fucking ridiculous And I think The cool thing The only cool thing To me Out of the whole thing Well other than He gonna be investigated now And go to jail Or maybe get shanked Maybe he kill himself uh, But I think The uh, cool uh, thing well, I mean, that's good Cause he's narcissist You know narcissists <laughs> don't, don't commit suicide Good point Right Good point um, The cool thing though Is that At least Women can come out and share their experiences as hard, you know, hard and hurtful as that is, and men can fucking learn. Like if you look at the shit they saying, we can learn from it. Right. Instead of niggas going in there and like, well, I think it's because you know black entertainment, like we didn't put enough. We everybody was supporting him and they didn't put this out there. They've been knowing this for twenty. It's like all right, conspiracy, cool. You know where they did that, cool. But like this black woman is literally telling you. This is this happens to me all the time, right? Or this happens to me each day, and it's like I think sometimes because they use certain terminology, we tend to be like, mm-hmm. but not remembering that like it does, and I mean, right? If it does it does, right? And I think I think what what gets a lot of dudes tripped up is the whole generalization, the mm-hmm. whole you know. Black men as they're speaking to a hoe, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but when she's just really kind of talking about the experiences of herself and the people around her, right? May may not have you know black dudes readily available. To, but that should be to common sense. Him, like, right? does she have to say five black men have done this or like you know name? It's like if I if, if I say black women, I'm I'm generalizing based on my experience. Right. I always think it's dumb when people have to take the time to say, well, not everybody. Like, come on, man. Right, that's that's We're not automatic. Kids. Right. Yeah, we should that's know automatic. that already. So that's yeah, man. Niggas are showing they ass out there. Badly. Yeah. Well, maybe it's gonna get better. Yeah. I mean, I'm just enjoying they got like, like I said, this space to confront cats and stuff, man, and and uh, a chance to have that conversation with men present, even if they niggas. And they ain't listening. Right. And they ignorant. Yeah, that happens. Hmm. So, yeah, I think... Uh, hopefully, uh, they put R. Kelly under the jail. But, man. Well, I said... I said I said that one or two things is gonna happen. He, he, which one is apparently happening? He's gonna he's getting investigated. And he is probably gonna get taken to jail, or one of these ladies is gonna shoot him in the head. Boom, boom. That could happen, right? And she gonna go to jail, which she shouldn't, as you know. Oh yeah. So what? Uh, what's called it? Old girl got a parole. What parole? Yeah. Um, we always mess up Centoya Centoya Brown I mean she got parole But did she really You know what I'm saying It's like it, To me 
the release with stipulations is stupid. Like you, you right. granted a half-ass clemency, and right. then you know, all oh, ten years of probation is gonna stay on your record. Right. You know, she was protecting herself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming folks are gonna hold her down. There'll be a job waiting for her and shit and dough and you know retraining and so she can get acclimated back into the world. And you oh know, yeah, she won. We gotta, we gotta, we definitely gotta, we gotta make gotta sure protect. she make it. Right. So, gotta make sure so make the, the next, you know, 15, 30, 40 years of her life is better than the, the man because she's been in jail for like 15 fucking 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. And, and then you're going to give me 10 years probation? Right. Maybe? So basically, I still got to go report to this motherfucker. And, That's dumb, man. Right. And it affects it because, like, any slip up, she's going back to jail. jail. Right. That's any it. slip up. Any slip up. To finish out her sentence, right? Right. Get caught, get caught, you know, late. That's a trap in itself. Right. That's fucking dumb, right? But I, I really feel like it was the, the that governor. Unless there is a stipulation in the law, I'm not aware of. I feel like that was his. You know, all right, cool. Like I hear y'all. I'm gonna appease you, but I'm still in fucking charge. Right. Like y'all don't make these choices. Don't think that next time it's somebody else y'all gonna come demanding this, and I'm just gonna, you know what I'm saying? So I think it was more of a power move like that. Right. Maybe maybe it'll get him to to to, to bend on that shit too. Cause you gotta make it. She don't even get out till August. It's James. So they got right. time. They got time to help maybe to change the stipulations. Right. Hey, why is she on probation? Like if if you if you're if you're already admitting that she should be out. That maybe you know she shouldn't have been in prison in the first place, and why right. are we gonna keep you know punishing her for some shit that she was justified in doing? It's just weird to me, dude. Right. That just had me thinking too. Dude. Like, what would would it be good to if a person has their sentence commuted or thrown out for their their record to also be expunged and right. be like completely exonerated? Right. But with her, I mean, motherfuckers are always going to know, you know, the story. You know what I'm saying? See a, see a name unless she changes her name, you know. Yeah, but she should hopefully somebody recognize that. Right. Maybe she just go ahead and, you know, go ahead and get you a new name. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that she's being released. So, but yeah. like you said, they, they have time to maybe change the stipulations as far as um, the length of uh, probation. That's some bullshit, you know. So, and then, and then, uh, especially when she was right in as far as what she did. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, why should that come with anything? If anything. That she should be released and not have even have to worry about these motherfuckers ever again. Right. You know. You'd be able to leave the state of Tennessee and you know with a middle finger, fuck you. Fuck you, yeah, exactly. And go on her life go somewhere else. Exactly. Right. But I mean the funny thing is I thought about this, them um making her wait until August and shit. You know how foul these motherfuckers is. Yeah, she wants to be a her piece and cues. Shit, trying to yeah, get it. Yeah, I would. Shit, I would, I would. I would put her in, in like, what do you call it, solitary? So, I mean, but that's. That's a punishment in itself. Yeah, but at least at least somebody won't be able to fuck with her. It's right. like you got basically the next six months to keep your nose straight, which means that anything could happen between between then and August. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, she's been a good good person so far while she's been there, but you know. If anything happens between now and August, they set her up. To me, that's, that's just my opinion oh, yeah. about it. That's a guarantee. Yeah, but you know, shout outs. 
All the folks that helped to get out, you know, all the people that were posting about it, yep. Sean King, other activists and whatnot, um, they um, did the thing, and she's yeah. out. Um, what else happened? They found the dudes responsible for killing a little girl in Houston. I've been here. I've been seeing conflicted reports. You never believe everything that you see on fucking Facebook because somebody was saying that, you know, it was a drug buy. Her mom was there to buy drugs. They didn't know that she was there. And they shot was like, I, I don't know. I, I tend to go with the, you know, the original, yeah. the original story. Yeah. Our business. Somebody shot us and we thought it was so and so. And it ended up being these dudes. Like, so. But uh, they found the two dudes, or found one dude. Did they maybe looking for the second dude? Maybe they found the second yeah, dude. Yeah, they found the second one. They found both of them. Okay. So. But know. one is being, one is already, um, what's it called, about to be charged with capital murder. Mm-mm. That's the last thing I read on it. Which I don't know what his, what the homeboy is going to be charged with. Right. Well, apparently the dude, the main dude they were talking about, uh, was a driver, and then the other dude, the homeboy they were, they were still looking for, was um, uh, the actual shooter. Is the law different about that here? I feel like in California, both of them niggas is going to jail for life. Right. Yeah. Here, I think it's the same thing. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Like you, you there, you pretty much. Yeah, guilty by association. Mm-hmm. So you know. No, fuck both of them. Yeah. In, in in other words, it's just I I don't like that that you know I hate that black on on black crime bullshit. But you know, uh, we got to kind of get a hold of how we view shit like this in our community and shit. The whole <laughs> no snitching, nigga. If I know something, you do something in front of me. Good good, good chance, nigga. I'ma tell. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Especially shit's fucked up, horrendous, hurting babies, hurting, hurting women, hurting anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. It's just you know, fuck you, nigga. And then you can come see me, or have folks come see me. You want to or shit? Yeah, nigga, stand up for something. Man. Right. But uh, it's crazy to me. We had to we had to kind of change our change our mentality about about certain things. Um. You know, stop believing that narrative that they they paint about us. Also, using that black on black crime show, black on black crime has stopped. I mean, crime, <laughs> um, crime in itself is going to be something that's ever present. Yep. Regardless of where you at, and usually happens in proximity of each other. So of course, black people kill each other, and white people kill each other, and Chinese people kill each other. I mean, you know, or, you know, Japanese and Chinese people don't like each other that much. Maybe they, they kill each other. I don't know, but you know, they're usually in the same area with each other. So, all right, then. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, crime of proximity. Start calling it that. Stop saying black on black crime. Crimes right. of proximity. But, um, kill who you're close to. I think I had read on some one dude's page on Instagram. He's saying the Chinese have been locking up Muslims. <clears throat> putting them in internment camps. Yeah, in China. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. He said like it's like hundreds mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Chinese Chinese Muslims. Yeah, they've been doing yeah. that shit too. I saw I saw uh, either last week tonight or some shit or some shows watching. They talked about that shit. 
Mm-hmm. Also, the Chinese leader does not like to be compared to <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he, he looks like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's going to be somebody's gonna be a little overly sensitive. The new, uh, right, what you call it, president in Brazil? Mm-hmm. The Me. basically the Donald Trump. Right, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Trump Portuguese. <laughs> right. They said he's already. Um, what you call it? Like signed off on shit to clear the uh, indigenous people out of the rainforest and shit. Oh, word! That's yeah. crazy. Already put like already after them, trying to get them niggas up out of here. You get fucked up, you know. The niggas got them poisonous frogs out there and hit you with one of them arrows and shit. Your ass gonna face gonna balloon up, cardiac arrest, turn purple and die. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, man, like if you're in a position of power. Like real power, like you can say some things and shit change, you know, on the other side of the, the country or something. And the people, of course, I believe in you know power to the people. People having power when they get together, they organize. But like the people, uh, man, really feeling like they can't do anything about it. That's where you want people at, right? That's where you want people at, because then you can continue with whatever your plan is. And it's just like there's no government that I know of that's set up to where power is ceded easily to anyone. So it's not even like even with democracy, quote unquote, and checks and balances, like there's always loopholes, there's always gray areas, right? Because you can always have people that are greedy and power hungry, right? So, but the sad part to me is always the people in between that. Like, you have people who don't give a fuck, don't believe in the systems of this world, don't care. And then people who, you know, play the game, play it hard on top. Right. And in the middle, you got niggas trying to figure it out and get to what we're trying to get to. And we the ones that get, you know, hit in the onslaught from the, the powerful people. Right, right. The collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that. Like, if I'm Kim Jong, whoever, or the leader of China, or whatever, and, you know, y'all got a problem. Like, nigga, I've been the leader. Like, how am I going to go back to regular life? Right. I'm not. Why would I? Right. That's why, that's why Putin's been the way he's been yeah. for 20 fucking years and shit. Why would I kill why, anyone I? trying to come for it? You know? And why would I care about people whose, you know, lives don't come anywhere close to me? So... The, just the setup, man, where somebody's able to have power is, is going to always have, you know, probably more years of failure than success. Okay, Xi Jinping. Okay. Xi Jinping. I had a joke, but I'll leave that. Leave that alone. Thank God. I'll leave that alone. Thank God. Maybe I'll share it after. Me, the first uh, free podcast getting just taken right off the air. You know what I'm saying? For, for the joke. <laughs> But uh, yeah. So uh, um, we at uh, 2018 in review. Ah, I think I already discussed my 2018. I really ain't got shit much else to say about that shit. Your 2018 still got beef. Mm-hmm. See them in the streets or something. It's on and popping. <laughs> what about you, see? Um, it was. It was pretty shitty. I mean, you know, um, I guess one of the good things is that 
you know, things are things are good with me as far as, you know, financially they're okay. Um, but you know, we lost pops in twenty eighteen. So that to me just kind of basically trumps everything else. Um big middle finger to that, yeah, exactly. Um so but yeah, that's, when I think about last year, that's really the only thing that really crosses my mind. Um, so yeah, it can get a big middle finger. That's really about all I gotta say about that. All right. About you. Uh, twenty eighteen for me was a. It started off tough. My my cousin passed at the end of. December 2017, so yeah. basically beginning of the year, you know, at a funeral, then went out to California, and then, um, shit, I was jobless from November to March, which November, December was nice, and then January was like, all right, we're going to stop playing. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, February was like, nah, for real, nigga, like, stop playing, because, uh... We need work. Right. And March came. It was like, nigga, I'm like scratching my neck. Like, ah. But it came. I, I looked at my thing day. My, my, I think my hire day was uh, March 17th. So it's been like eight months now. Um, so you're almost a year in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean. Did you start out as a, as a temp or did you start out as a, just full on hire? Full on. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Other than that, man, just been a lot of lessons. I don't know. I started therapy this year. Um, that's been pretty cool. Been really good, insightful. Um, helps. I think the other connection or like connecting part of therapy is you have to execute on the stuff you right that's, that's flushing to the surface or whatever. I ain't really got that part down. Oh, okay. But it's it's hard. Yeah, it's then, hard because I didn't. I was terrible at that shit. Like the insightful stuff is real cool, you know. If I really like talk about my dad or like goals that I'm trying to get to and stuff, so that and then uh, hanging out with the little one, man, watching her grow up. She's almost as tall as me. Right, she's becoming a young lady. Yeah. Sooner or later, you know, we got to get that. We can, you know, roll down on niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh yeah, I know. I need to get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. On a scale of one to ten, 2018 for me was like a six, maybe. Did a lot of thotting. <laughs> Just leave that at that. Leave it at that, huh? Yeah. No reason to go in detail. Yeah, that's No reason to go in detail. Well, you know, sometimes yeah. when I light the candles, see? Nah, go ahead. Right. It was uh It's been an explorative year. Right. Yeah, again, reiterate 2018 right now. Fuck you. I'm uh, okay for me. Uh, more like a, the beginning was cool. At the beginning, nigga, I was, I was on cloud nine. I was good. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> good. good. Nigga was smiling. Ear to ear. He was, he was ready. Yeah. Good. Time and ain't nobody calling phone, you know, driving, you know. Oh man, old lady, uh, 
You know, never mind. Yeah, uh, fuck with you when you ain't. Yeah. Which I don't get. Like, I've heard several, like, recruiters say that shit. It's like, well, if you're recently employed, some recruiters look at you as as, as undesirable or unhirable. Well, yeah, they, they look at you as far as your job hopping. You know, they look at, at your. Um, Resume, you've been been one here, there, another here, there, year and a half there. To thank you, basically, you're going like from it. going from job to job. That can't be the case with me because my last job was four years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So. yeah. To me, it's like all recruiters uh, look at you, especially. To me, it's like the earlier you start applying, the better off you are because. Right. Uh, yeah, I do that chill. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you, if you get a, if you get to a chance to explain, cause a lot of times we we'll say, well, you know, you haven't been looking recently. You know, I was, yeah, I've been chilling. You know, what I'm saying, you know, for my mother got this, I got that. So it wasn't a reason for me to look for a job. So if if you get the opportunity to explain yourself, then you're okay. But if you're going just based on fucking face value, and they look at your resume and say, "Oh, oh this nigga ain't and and had a job in six months. Why should we hire him?" Right. To me, that's fucked up because they're going they're going based on assumptions, not reality. Because you don't know what the fuck that person decided to do in those past six months. So they judge you based on that. And that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, man. And since it's fucked up like that, that's why you should make your resume work for you. Right. Exactly. That's what we're working on now. Yeah, depending upon the, the, the job was. I have an opportunity to close some gaps in these times. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do. Exactly. Right. Yeah, because it's like. I already just put the year that I work year to year. I never put like the actual dates that I worked at a place. Let's say ask for them, you know, in the application. But, yeah. Uh, even then, if it's if it's the current year, I might put like a month on it or something. But yeah, because then they got that question. Okay, well, let's see. I trying to hide something or something like that, or why why you can't give me your job just is to dates. hire the most qualified motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't that work job. out that it doesn't. It, that's the one that looks good. That's not fucking reality. The funny thing is, they always go for the one that that looks you know perfect on paper, and then when you get them into the building, they're usually the shittiest employee that you ever hired in your life. You know what I'm saying? It's like like, um, I seen it. There's been a bunch of motherfuckers that, that I used to work with. And I look and I was like, why the fuck did they hire you? Like, I, you're an idiot. I, I see it as too. Like, when you're going through the interview process, is just a, a short, very short, like, who can build trust the quickest test. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Cause it's what the and that's what the resume is. Like, okay, you got that. Where were you? What were you doing? It's I'm building trust and good faith with you through Q and A. You know what I'm saying? Verifying what you have, having other people verify it. And then as that keeps going, it's like, oh, I feel comfortable around this person. Right. So it's like the quicker you can make people comfortable, probably the better chances that you have. And uh not that I'm like an all star or nothing, but I, I've been more observant. Like in my most recent interviews, like seeing that one of the managers was uh, sweating a lot. So I'm like, okay, he's nervous. So let me be real chill, but like not too chill. Like not right. sitting back in the seat, See, right? Like I'm sitting forward, I'm making eye contact and stuff. But I'm I'm like changing the atmosphere by you know. 
adding some humorous to my story or right. laughing or something like that. I think, I think what I've, I've learned uh, is that I had to chill on the jokes. Because <clears throat> once I get, I'm like a fucking comedian and shit. Once I get started, I can't stop. So I'm trying to say shit because I'm trying to one gauge the room, see how many laughs I can get. And if I'm getting, it's like okay, these niggas is laughing. Let me go ahead and keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then yeah, I think that's what happened with me in uh, Southwest because mm-hmm. I, I mean I felt like that, like I hit a home run, and then you know a week later you get the thanks but no you thanks had a email. In there? Yeah. Yeah, smiling and shit. Had a couple of those. And shit. Had a couple of those too. And you walk out. You feel and great. You're great about yourself. Like yeah, I killed it. You know. And then week later, you're like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Right. You're like, what the fuck? You think I even? It was like, one of the questions that she asked me at the end is like, you go to the movies. You're in the movie theater. Which side of the movie theater do you sit on? <laughs> and I, I basically told the truth, and I'm kind of wondering if that was, you know, should I have said, oh, I sit in the middle. You know, a couple of rows up, uh, you know, in the middle, so I can see everything. But to be told, I sit on I sit on the aisles, wow. on the aisles on the side, because one, I'm six three. You know what I'm saying? So I need the leg room, and usually those aisle seats up top, there's just two seats. So my girl got one, I got one. We got we had to worry about the excuse me niggas and shit putting their ass in your face <laughs> and their balls in your face and shit. And like, yeah. like I'm cool, man. I, I basically said, but not you know in that language. Like you know, I sit on the left side. I feel like I can see the whole. Screen for where I'm sitting at Plus I'm tall So it gives me a little leg room You know So I don't know If that was You know the question Why did that one stand out Cause that's the only weird thing That I could think of That happened in the interview Only weird thing I could think so of That happened in the interview the question What was their response She shook her head She smiled Like okay cool That's a good answer I was like okay cool It's <coughs> a weird fucking question But cool It is a weird question so yeah, when I, when I got that, because I thought she was the lady called me, I was like, yes, I'm good. She calling me to this was summertime. It's like I was sitting there plotting the house, gonna get out there and shit. It's like, oh, I need to get a toe tag. Yeah, and I called her back and she didn't call me back. And I was like, okay, that's where maybe she call me, you know, another day or so. And then you know, next day, you know, thank you, but no thanks. Deflating, been a motherfucker, and then the, the interview before that was a phone interview, and that's that when the asshole asked me about uh, about that one thing, and I just my mind just went, take a panic, you know what I'm saying? It's asking shit you don't know. Google the shit instead of just saying, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what happened with that one. That one kind of broke me. That broke me early and shit. I was like, God damn, this is funny now. But that day, I was mad. I was like, let me find out who this motherfucker is. So I can whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole interview process thing is fucking degrading. Like, yeah, it really is. It really is. And they ask some of the dumbest questions like, well, can you, you know, back when you were so-and-so and so-and-so, and they want you to... to Make up some story, or you know, when you're in this the situation. That's dumb. Uh, I hate those fucking Can you questions. Think of a time. No, 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 no. Oh, like I barely got to this motherfucker this morning. This shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm nervous yeah. as fuck. My answer to Can you think of a time is today? Right. Uh, about an hour and a half ago. You think of a time? None of y'all got gold it. Lexus, D. All right, good. I scratched the shit out. Of right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think of a time when you ever were under pressure. Oh, yeah, right now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's 
right now. Yeah, man, but y'all know this why like people write them down and practice those responses and try to make them sound natural. Well, yeah, I mean that's what they had us do with uh, at uh, the outboarding company that uh, that Capital One hired to help us, which they kind of did and kind of didn't with with certain shit. You know what I'm saying, like. But those questions are still fucking weird. Like, how do you get to know an individual by asking them those questions? They just come okay. and ask me, how do I deal with pressure? That's why, I, I, well, one, I think a good, one good tactic or strategy is to uh, answer those questions like open-ended ones and end it with some kind of, like, Happy and not happy ending, but either humorous or like I, I promise you this works. Yo, they asked me about a uh, weakness. You know, they asked you about your weaknesses, and I told them a story about uh when I was at the other place and I didn't finish a report in time, and I ended it off with you know how I had like this funny interaction with the guy and the other whatever. It was not funny. It's not like ha ha funny. It's funny as in I'm relating where people these are interactions. Stuff that happens between people, mm-hmm. and I remember the guy being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that happened." I was like, "Oh shit, this didn't happen." This guy, yeah, he, he recognizes the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's that's that back door to all of those questions. I usually just use spelling. What's your biggest weakness? Oh, I'm not that great of a, a speller, but you know that's why they made spell check. We, we're gonna fix that. We're gonna work on that. We'll, Both we'll y'all, man. That. That's a good one. No, nobody's hiring niggas that can't spell it. I mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just start resume. But I guess somebody else wrote it because because your ass can't, can't spell, spell right? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every word is just outright spellable. Like I can get through the you know day to day. You a better weakness than that. Yeah. Ask me to spell definitely. I'm gonna have a fucking problem because see the, the weakness is is not it's not that they're looking for an actual. Weakness. Okay, this is what I'll say. One, they know you're human. You're not going to tell them what your worst fucking trait is, especially if it's going to keep you from getting hired. Right. So, I'm not looking for your actual weakness. I want to see what you think is your weakness, and then what do you think about your weakness enough to be able to tell me? Like, your weakness is probably bad, so you're not going to tell me that, but right, what you're going right. to come up with in this place. And what you're going to gonna do to better that, you know, encounter that weakness or, or make yourself or, better. And, try, and they could be trying to gauge if this is going to be a weakness for that position. Right. That's why your weakness should never be something that's vital to that position. Well, most people say, you know, oh, I care too much or I work too hard sometimes. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't recommend those. I have, I had to go find my little interview stats for my Questions, because I had some good ass answers I got from different sources. Me and Michelle had uh, shared it because she she sent me one from somebody, and that shit was fucking good. That's where I got the the response about like when you get to ask them questions, to ask them, you know, when you look at this position in five years, whether you decide to you know hire me or not. When you look down the line five years from now. What does it look like? That's, like? that's that's definitely my first question when they ask if I have any questions. Wow. So what does this position look like in you know six months or seven or a year or whatever? Yeah, yeah. it's like what does it look like? You're happy. They're doing everything right. What does that look like to you? So yeah, so it's like I think these questions are they're trying to see if you're somebody I can work with on a daily basis. Are you off-putting? Are you tactful? Are you nasty? Do you smell good? Do you you rough to look at? Mm-hmm. Can you write? 
or you know, or is your math terrible? Like, but I think people just thinking about the day to day. They already hate Mondays or they already hate Wednesdays or whatever. So I'm trying to bring somebody on I can deal with on a daily basis. Right. Which to me is is trying to decrease the stress a little bit because obviously people are stressed. So if in that very room I can act in a way or exude something that does that, I'm helping myself. You gotta be overconfident when you walk in the motherfuckers. Right, you do. Not just confident, overconfident. Yeah, and it's and they'll see it in your body language, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like you said, like you know, I was telling you know, corporal force, like especially when you're dealing with with uh, agencies, it's like you're a monkey in the zoo. Um, you have to dress a certain way and, and also be confident because in their minds. We're seeing this person out, and they're a representation of us. Mm-hmm. So if you walk in with your pants all wrinkled and, and a polo on, mm-hmm. they're not gonna. They're not gonna do it. So they, they say, "Okay, yeah, well, we'll call you. Yeah, we'll see what we have. We'll see what we have, and then we'll go back mm-hmm. to you, and you never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. You have to basically." Make yourself, even though you may not be feeling it that day. And there's been a lot of times where agency would call me and say, "Yeah, we want you to come in." And I, I know it's going to be basically a three to four minute interview, but during those three to four minutes, they're looking at you. You know, what I'm saying your mannerisms, how you know how you sit in your chair. You know, uh, if you're close, you know, not wrinkled and shit like that. And those three to four minutes, they're looking at you to make sure. Okay, well. You know, I feel comfortable sending this person out to a job, um, you know, because they dress a certain way or, or the way they answer their questions, the questions and everything else. So, it's pretty, I mean, that part I can understand, especially if you own your own business and you're sending, sending people out because that's the representation of them, you know, of your business, you know. So, it's like putting out a good product. Putting out a good product, the people's gonna gonna is gonna buy it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I think that some people people kind of fall through the cracks. You know what I'm saying? Because me, I mean, first of all, you're an employee, so you're not gonna have the money to take your shit to the cleaners every goddamn day. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're not. You know. you're not gonna have you know gas to go from here to there to here to there all, all the time, you know. So, you know, I just think that sometimes, you know, they they miss out on on an opportunity to hire somebody really really good just based on on face value within those first three to four minutes. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you know. Time will see. Uh, time will tell. I mean, 2019 is starting off as dry as 2018 in itself. Well, like you said to me earlier, sir, it's only day eight. When I was talking about some other shit being right. dry as fuck. Right. Damn. Damn. But, uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully in 2019, you can find some, you know, uh, employment somewhere. Surely will, sir. Yeah. Yes, you will. Um, because I'm going to uh, start the steps of being independent from these motherfuckers as soon as I can. Um, so there's that. So what I'm looking for in 2019 is start to build the blocks of, um, you know, passive income. 
and looking for a more that's stable because it probably won't be super it will be stable but it of course will be. it's going to be DJing so when y'all ready to hire for your party it's DJ Itchy Scratchy <laughs> on the ones and twos <laughs> on the ones and twos uh, but yeah just something that I'm, I'm passionate about I just want uh, these last coming to because I'm, I'm about to be 38 you know in uh, 22 days yeah how many 22 oh man um no. 38? Yeah. Whenever my birthday is. On the 26th. Um, 18 days. 18. Thanks. <laughs> right. uh, um, I want to do shit that's going to make me happy. So, uh, uh, more music, uh, fucking barbecue, and, you know, the stocks and, and other passive incomes motherfucker got going just you know bring off money and shit if needed so yeah I, I don't want to work for these fuckers no more because they lay you off in two to four years or whatever so <laughs> I'm tired of making somebody else rich I, you know I just want to make myself semi comfortable to be able to live but it's my blood sweat and tears is doing it you know not worrying about so was that. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. To 2019. Freedom. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. What about y'all? Looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to just learn more about myself. Uh, continuing to learn more about my daughter. You know, trying to execute so that I can be a better father friend person brother all that stuff so to me 2019 is really about execution just like really doing things consistently and following through it and preparing for the future right um I want to travel a little bit um a little bit too that's what this year um yeah, just getting away and and just want to veg out, just like not even think about work or anything for maybe maybe like three or four fucking days, you know. Whether that's a a, a trip to Austin or or you know uh, Cali or, or whatever, I just you know um, I guess I guess and re and rechar- re. I guess re or in, re in, I guess in charge recharge myself. Excuse me, um, and also you know want to better myself financially. Um, you know, um, yeah, that's really about it. Just you know that, and you know, and and we've gone through so much within the past uh, uh, two and a half years. How about nobody died this year in our family? That'd be nice. That'd be fucking nice because we've been through a lot. Like that, somebody the last nobody I know. No, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. family, nobody, friends, nobody or whatever. How about everybody is, remains healthy, no issues? Because I'm pretty much tired of it. <laughs> really, pretty much tired of it. So, those are my things I'm looking forward to. Um, and. 
you know, just try to stay positive. You know, it's really it's really hard to stay stay positive in this era. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just got a fuck boy as president. Yeah, exactly. Just just hopefully well wishes for everybody as that's friends of mine or family, whatever. How about we all just stay fucking healthy? That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. Yeah, there we go. 2019. Don't be an asshole. In other right. words, yeah. um, I think you had something for my fellow Americans, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. I was gonna talk about. Um Another thing that I've been encountering a lot on social media is uh, the the um, just stop. I mean, people take pride in shit they they didn't have nothing to do with. Like, um, I feel like there's levels to it because I feel like that can be a good thing, like being proud, you know, of, of being black or Chinese or Scandinavian or whatever the fuck. You had no choice over it. But right. You know what I'm saying? You, you just are who you are. Yeah, but I mean stuff like, like shit, like, uh, you know, your eyes or you like shit you you didn't have nothing to do with, you know, benefit off of. But then like I see people like acting like they created the shit or something. It's like I think uh, <clears throat> I think that's tacky, and then I also think you know it's kind of it's kind of foul towards uh. People who are a little different, especially physically, um, and I think it, it ties into like even the stuff with R. Kelly and stuff. Like niggas be like proud that they not a rapist. It's like my nigga, you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be proud of that. And not, I yeah. mean, I mean, just to me, that's that's just being a human. I mean, just being a right. person in general. You know, not rapist. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, man. I don't it's know. Non-rapey merit badge and shit. <laughs> and the cats, and that's the cats that be, you know, with the toxic masculinity that be like, well, not all all fellas like that, or you know, I I tried to do X, Y, and Z, and this woman does it, and it's like they wouldn't even talking about this shit. So if people say who say shit like that. Usually are right. Usually are right, <laughs> right. right. Hey, nigga, you right. You right, son. You don't hit a nerve. You don't hit a nerve and like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? And you feel compelled to say, well, not all people are like that. And I'm like, look at you, Tommy. Like, nigga, maybe you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, because all of us adults will basically understand the new. Not all people are like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> they do that, Rick, and it's just like this. Uh, this. Male pride and ego thing. I don't have any pride as far as being. I have pride for like my skin color, my culture, stuff like that. I don't have pride that like I could have been born a female. I just happen to be born male. Right. But it seemed like niggas got some real major pride in being dudes. And it's like, I mean, you you didn't have no choice, dude. This was luck of the draw type shit, you know. And I think that plays into it when when it comes to uh, women calling men out. 
Because you're so proud to be a man now you got to defend manhood. And it's like, shut up. Right. Shut up. Let us say your peace. Call on about your fucking business, dude. You know what I'm saying? I, I never feel like I have to defend the, the, do I. the entire men. But I don't give a fuck. Neither I've caught myself. I'll take that back. I've, I've caught myself on a few occasions. Uh, not necessarily, you know, defending men, but defending, defending human beings, like, that happen to be dudes. Well, I guess it's, it's defending me. Uh, like, it, it's, it's, it's What, what, what did they say that, that pulled you in? It was the whole situation with the old girl getting attacked at McDonald's. And mm. folks are like, you know, well, why didn't, you know, the dude that was trying to hold him back or the manager jump in? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people inherently are fucking selfish. Right. You're going to think about your livelihood, your well-being before you do something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that was my thing about it. Like, I, I, I get it. What I have not jumped in, no, I'd have jumped in. That's, right, you know, right. that's a homie. We work together. You're not going to sit up here and whoop our ass, dude. Right. You have to whoop both our ass. You know what I'm saying? But I also get why they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, because they work for uh, uh, a global conglomerate that gives a fuck about you and just cares about their image. Right. So, but I mean, then again, it's fucking McDonald's, you know? Like, so. But so then that's when people have to come in with whack. I think they're whack comparisons, but I understand why people do it because bad example, but you working there and that woman over there happens to be your sister, happens to be your mom, and it's like a whole different reaction. You ain't worried about the job or livelihood and all that. You That shit is gone as soon as you reach over the counter. As soon as you try something stupid. I think think that's the appeal that a lot of black women are trying to get us to reach is like, we want to they feel like, and I'm surmising this from thousands of posts, that I've seen by different women, right? And it's like they feel like when shit hit the fan on the on the shoes on the other foot, you know, they jump in, they come through with the defense off top like that. Uh, whether it costs them their livelihood, whether it means they gotta go visit niggas in jail, mm-hmm. whatever. So I mean, I, I think they're looking for reciprocation, right? So yeah, I mean, of course, like I'm on common sense, self-preservation level. Yeah, you like. Lose my job if I jump in, or it can escalate. Police come, whatever, whatever. Right. But on another level, now you the nigga who you know she had to throw them hands. Right. They everybody pointing at you, you like why you didn't jump in. Shit. Right. You that nigga. Yeah. You the didn't jump in, nigga. When when this was the one time you probably could have stole white dude in his jaw, and people would have been genuinely sympathetic. Right. Because he grabbed that girl. I mean, in all honesty. Did to me, she like she didn't need any help. She two pieces ass. You know what I'm saying? You know that was, she, that was another thing that came up a lot. Yeah, she. Uh, they were saying one, it's not good that she doesn't need help, and that she had to get good with her hands. That means she had to fight niggas. Right. So they was like, that's one thing, and they was like, on top of that, you know, just, they was like, uh, when can we get um, chivalry to work in our favor? Because they was like, of course we talk about equality, so maybe y'all like, I ain't opening no doors for women, or I'm not. You know, fighting for them, whatever. And it's right. like, 
But then a lot of times, a lot of times you don't know when to step in. Like for instance, if you see, if you see uh, a couple of fighting, you know what I'm saying, and and you step in, you know, for the woman, and then all of a sudden she's in your face because you stepped in for her. It's like you don't know. When to step in and when to step back, step back and say, "Well, let them. This is their thing. Let, let them handle their business." You know what I'm saying. And in that situation is when he, uh, you know, knocks upside the head. Yeah, but right. still, right. but still, there be instances where he's a knocked her upside the head, and, and you step in and you make two pieces of nigga knock him out, and she was like, "Well, why'd you do that?" Well, he he knocked you upside right. your head. You were basically on the ground concussed. <laughs> Right. Remember that because you right. have concussion. Right. So I think I think a lot of times you, you don't know when to, especially if they're just two complete strangers. You know what I'm saying? You don't know when to step in. Or I need like no. 15 of those stepping in at the wrong time experiences before I be like, wait, niggas don't want me to help. Right. You know what I'm it would take that many, like one time or even two times. I'm, I'm still feeling like I'm in the right here because it went upside your head. Right. So even if afterwards you cuss me out or whatever, you're going to do all that shit while the police on the way because the nigga on the ground. Oh, right. right. Yeah, so, right. He's going right. to jail. Yeah. But you've seen the, you you seen the videos on, on, right. you know, on YouTube or, or World Star or whatever where, you know, the couple was fighting and, you know, the good Samaritan tried to step in. And she starts going at him like a well, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's about to knock you the fuck out. I right. mean, you know, so it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a tight rope. Yeah, so you know it's, a, it's a really it's really a thin right. fucking line. You so know. Tap dancing on that line sometimes, you know. <laughs> you, you, but I guess when you when you step into those situations, don't necessarily expect <laughs> reciprocation as far as you right. know. Like, you uh, yeah, appreciation like, exactly, right. exactly. Because I know personally, if I saw something something like that, and I decided to my back on and walk away it will fuck with me it will bother me you know what I'm saying so you're doing it more 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 so for yourself and your own peace of mind and if she's like as you should as you should because she's a person right you know like period and uh, I I think too whenever you see that type of situation like I said you you don't know what's going on so you gotta do the thing that's gonna make it easiest for you to sleep at night Period. Exactly. Yeah, like and to me that's a that's a trigger. Like a man hitting a woman, you know, that's probably the one thing I could think of that would have me fight a nigga. I'm clearly outmatched, but I'm gonna bite the knuckles for real. When you punch me, like something gonna happen. You gonna, you know, it's gonna you be a mark on you. Right. You gonna remember this? They gonna have to come get the stretcher for me. Right. But I'm gonna leave something. something yeah. You ain't gonna just leave here on the skate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what people, I, I think a lot of people don't realize with bullies is you don't necessarily my my experience and then you know what I've learned. You don't necessarily have to defeat them as in whoop their ass or whatever. All you gotta do is have pushback. Or just, they want the path of least resistance. Right, right. So you said up to me, and saw a lot of times you mean yep. I even have to have to you know put your hands on them. Yep. Even though you probably want to because you just he just hit a woman. And, and right. most men who abuse women are cowards anyway because mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to stand up to a grown ass man, you know. But they feel. 
you know, they feel like they're justified in putting, you know, uh, their hands on a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, but if somebody says up to them, and, you know, I've had friends who, you know, whom have been in that situation, and uh, I've had I've had to do it instead of, you know, to that person, too. Uh, so it's like... Yeah, it's like you just want to lay the ass out. You know what I'm saying? But even that is not gonna is not gonna fix the problem, you know. And a lot of times you ask yourself, well, why don't you just leave? I mean, it's, that's hard. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a another a way of not yeah, um, victim shaming. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean. Real question is like why 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 is he you know the way he is or right why right he keep his hands to himself right that, and that's the the patriarchal society he has set up though which is right. to question her on what she's not doing to prevent it rather than to deal with him or him being you know the great. and like you said sometimes you ain't got to fight you just got to stand up and I think of that too when it comes to. Um, you know, dudes who hit women most of the time, man, like there's no consequence, so you ain't worried about it. Yeah, there's no consequence to your to your actions. There's, there's no consequence at all there's to your actions. Nobody coming up to you on the street, you know, knocking you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And if people see it, they record it. But you know, that that's, that's the part that irritates you. me the most. Yeah, especially if it's a dude. You know what I'm saying? And you seen this, this woman getting her ass beat by this other man, and the first thing you do is you grab your fucking phone. Word? Really? I mean, yeah, to me that's 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 irritating enough. You know, and then they yawn out world star in the background. Eh, nigga fuck you. Right. You know, so yeah, that shit bothers me. Can we get kinda get off topic? I don't remember what we were talking about. I don't Taking either. pride in things that you should versus things that you should. Oh, yeah, man. You shouldn't. Yeah, that, should. that was really the focal point of that for me was the whole dudes defending the, the male species. Like, they take pride in being men, and I feel like it, it gets in the way of hearing what the fuck women are telling. Like, we always like, you got to tell me. You got you can't be doing hits. Right. You can't be. I can't you read say, yeah, You just got to say it straight up. Right. And so now it's like, it's a time where they're doing that. They're Saying, okay, you know, I, I was favorite, on a post. Favorite comeback. I ain't no mind reader. <laughs> but the uh, on one of the posts I was reading, man, it was somebody that was saying that he was like, <coughs> he was talking about uh, women and how uh, blah 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 blah. And then the women was like, nigga, we we all here talking about us and like our experiences. Right. We're not talking about. We, it's not you. It's, it's not you. It's, you. Yeah, it's not you know. We didn't say you know. Hey, this is going on. And with he us. felt attacked. Right. Because Terrence, he, you got something to say? Yeah, because right. he's a male, and they talking about men. But it's like if you shut the fuck up, you can actually figure out like this is a woman who's had this experience. She's sharing it. Hopefully, you can find out from her how to do something about it for when it happens to you know somebody in your family or somebody you care about. And it's like, instead of that, we're going to defend the male species. Right. I'm like, we don't even like each other like that to, to be defending the male species. Right. Right. That, that's just, yeah, I feel like that's just taking pride in something you don't have control over. And it's, it's, it's blocking understanding. And from what I've seen. Right. 
Because like you have a woman there and she's been raped. And instead of asking her about all the stuff that, you know, she should have done, she can literally tell you, like, this is what happened. This is what, how it went down. This was my mindset. This is what he did. So you get the, the, the reality of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Instead of putting it on her so niggas can continue to do the stuff without consequence. Right. So yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Stop with the fuck shit. Stop being a fuckboy. Please. Stop the fuckboyism. For real. They are overpopulated. 2019. The end of the fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Right. I hope so. Fuckboys in 2019, yeah, because we don't need them. Fuckboyism is stupid, and you shouldn't be a fuckboy. Just shut up and listen sometimes. It's okay to have pride in yourself, but not necessarily be proud to be a man, which is weird because you're, you're a man. Never mind. Let me just listen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, that note. Uh,. I don't know what we got coming up. We're still gonna do the ladies' night, ladies' podcast, because we definitely uh, need need that voice. Uh, yes, uh, need to, because I think we'll gain some understanding on that. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. for us uh, also. Um, we need to do the mom's podcast number two. Yeah, number two. Well, you know, uh, our mom is, you know, currently, you know, booed up. So. Oh yes. Living the best life. You know what I'm saying? Figure out what that schedule looks like. uh, Yeah. It's funny. We were talking about how how short our Our conversations conversations are. (laughs) Sometimes you don't even get a bow, you get a click. Like, oh, wow. You used to be able to sit on my mom for a good 30 minutes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm lucky if I get 10. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? She answers the phone. Like, right. Exactly. Exactly. I ain't got no office to go to lunch and nothing like that in a long time. For real, I mean, what you doing this weekend? Maybe we can go get some chicken or something. Maybe like go that. see a movie yeah. or something like that. Right. I mean, nada. I thought while we were talking about all that shit too, a lot of chicken places closed. That's one of my favorite chicken places that are not in existence anymore. Alrighty then. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's oh, an issue. That's an issue. Delicious. Chicken is delicious. I had, I had chicken right now. I had Chick Fil A this morning. I had chicken in there already. God damn. I had Chick Fil A this morning. Breakfast. That shit was slamming. Like, you can't go wrong with Chick Fil A. You really can't. You really can't. You can't go wrong with Chick Fil A. Yeah. Period. period yeah. yeah. I can't think of. But a I was bad like, time. like I had some alright Chick Fil A, but I've never had any terrible Chick Fil A. Same here. Same here. I really fries sometimes. Yeah, you know. You can't underestimate the, the impact of the service right. has on you, your outlook over it. Right. You know, it's like Taco Bell, you know, you ask for hot sauce or mild sauce, they get you fire sauce. Right. Like, oh, right. You, you know, know tell them no sauce. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Well, I, I, yeah, I do my, I do my, I don't do the fire shit. So, see, like, yeah, but then I feel like at Chick fil A, if you even went back and was like, yo, y'all gave me the wrong sauce, they would give you like a whole, like, meal and shit. Right. Right. And, and roller skated out to your car. They don't right? do skates. You know what I'm saying? I yes. just figured I had to get here a little bit faster. So I put on these roller skates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the one by, by, by uh, the house, uh, they built this 
thing when you drive to the drive-through now where they got fans and shit. Right. I well, guess they're it's for the employees during the summer. Yeah, yeah, but but you know they don't want this when it's cold. They got heaters and shit. Right. I'm like, they really care about their employees and shit. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? I guess it's probably why they're the nicest people I've ever met in the drive-through. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah. I was talking about like, uh, well, this has been a while, and I just thought about it because the wings were delicious. Uh, uh, what was that place that we used to go to? Uh, trop, tropic, tropical. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tro- it's spoil, 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 tropical cow. Good food. Yeah, it's gone. All of them. All of them just ghosts. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, PDQ closed down. The chicken strip place. Did yeah, they? No more new shit around. You know, so. even the one on Preston is no, closed. Gone. Gone. All of them are gone. Oh wow, PDQ was good too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fucked up. Over the chicken spots, and they don't like chicken out there in these streets. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The shit, the way they be, they yeah. wait, chicken let me pack. To me, that's a yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, they usually when the dinner, dinner bell rings, ladies and gents, and let us know that it's time to end the podcast. Yeah. So on that note, uh, remember for all most of the things. Uh, Apple iPad, uh, iTunes podcast app, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, we'll try to get into Spotify and that. Um, and that. Um, what's the other one? Spotify is doing podcasts now, and um, um, the one I sent you about uh, is it Pandora. I thought it was just Pandora. Pandora is doing. Oh. Pandora does podcasts now. Yeah, too. So, okay. you know, yeah, they're doing podcasts too. So hopefully we'll be on there soon. Yeah. Uh, I think in this next year, gonna look into getting some merchandise going but we need our listenership up and then maybe merchandise shit you know what I'm saying um other than that man you know what I'm saying like share comment uh, review tell us what you think um you don't like us we don't give a fuck uh, no, we, like don't. Us, we love you you know what I'm saying so if you don't, if you don't even like us we, we don't mind a comment cause you know we can argue back before I can yeah, I'm just gonna tell you kiss my ass yeah <laughs> but it's I mean you know at least you got somebody to listen did the twitter page happen today no Knew it was gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> you were at my house most of the day. So I, didn't didn't say that, <laughs> I didn't think about it until I was. I didn't think about it until you called me. Uh, I was still waiting on, on the dryer to show up. I was like, "Shit!" Got the damn doing for Twitter page. page. Eventually, we'll get a Twitter page. Yes, we will. Find us on uh, on uh, Facebook if we ain't found uh, uh, Instagram. The same thing. Other than that, folks, it's been uh, real in the view, and this is we ain't found. Shit. We ain't found shit. <laughs> Timing. Y'all need to do us impeccable. Yeah, As so always. We found this motherfucker. Delay it like you do in the beginning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And we out. Peace. Peace. Yo. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Court. You know what it is. Um, so, you've been listening to the episode for a little while. And you're wondering, why am I stepping in? Well, Got some news to share with y'all. We talked about it on a past episode that we're going to be offering a subscription tier for people who want to get extra material. So yes, there's, yes, yes. There's two ways to basically subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe through uh, ACAS Plus or you can subscribe through Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month, cancel anytime, uh, yada, yada, yada. Y'all know what the deal is. So yes, we do. basically with that, you'll get... Um, Exclusive content, so you'll get bonus material from that day's episode. Uh, you'll get never before or never seen or whatever 
uh, material. I, like, I'm not going to show you my junk, but. I mean, know, I, I'm uh, gas yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, let's, you know. Let's, let's, let's not go that Yeah, far. I mean, you know. But what you will get is uh, keys to immortality. Yeah. I mean, if that's something that's important to you. Chocolate chip winning cookies. Winning lottery numbers. Yeah, we, uh, we have that too. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know how you're doing in life, but if you want to be rich, hey, I'll, I'll even give you your, your horoscope or whatever. Call me now with a <laughs> again. <laughs> Subscribe, five bucks a month. Two ways to do it: A class plus Patreon. We in this thing. This is we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit, but y'all definitely found a way to hear us more. I guess. Exclusive. 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 Yeah. 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 Y